So before we get started, we are at episode 51. 51. We would have celebrated 50 at the right time, but 51 is a little bit special. R.I.P. to the man that raised us, right? Yep. But before we get started, we are on Apple and Spotify. Podcast, uh, podcast and Spotify. Uh, we're at the Bottom Line Sports Talk. Subscribe, rate, review, follow, all that good stuff, right? Right? Share it with your friends, too. That's what I say. Share it with your friends. Give us some stars, get the ratings up, get the numbers up, all that good stuff. And now, without further ado. Yeah, episode 51, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We are episode 51. We are the Bottom Line Sports Talk. We do it for the culture, by the culture. Because we, we are, are the, the culture. culture. Anyway, man, let's let's get into it because uh, sports is, is, is just about back. Yeah. It's it, just about back. Basketball will complete this trio that we have going on right, right. here. So not tomorrow, but Thursday. Thursday. Thursday when is when it's when it's back, when it all counts. So So as we all know, the NBA bubble has been what it has been. What we all knew it was gonna be. What it should have been, right? You were very poignant, upset even, with certain things that went on this past weekend with a fellow player by the name of Lou Will. Shout out to Lou Will, man. Shout out to Lou Willville. You know, did his thing from from the south, from Atlanta, Georgia. I mean, I just See, think I just think Lou Will. You know, he ain't celebrated enough. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I think he is. I, I think well, yeah, I, th- I think he celebrated. I don't, enough. I don't think people give him his, his just due. You know what I'm saying? Let's oh, yeah. give this man his flowers, right? The first, the oh no, I don't. No, you go, go you good, you good. The first, the first player, the first person I know to no. have, to ever have. Two baddies as his girlfriend. And they know about each other. And they know about each other. No side chicks, no entanglements, you, no nothing. You are. We got to give you a clap. You are congratulated, sir. Shout out to you, Lou Will. I don't know how you do it. You have to teach, since it's so popular nowadays, a master class, sir. And they still together, right? T- I don't know. I think they're still together. Oh, t- t- teach me the game, Ghost. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to teach you the game. But Tyreek. tell the people why you were so upset. Man, well, the fact that if you don't know, Lil Will left the bubble and he said, or he claims that he had to deal with some family issues, personal issues, because someone close to him passed away. And now, uh, unfortunately, we don't know what to believe right now as a, as a fan look from the outside in, because unfortunately he went to Magic City which is a strip club. Which is a strip club. Shout out to Magic City. Shout out to Blue Flame. Big shout out to Blue Flame. We we was on Blue Flame for Blue Flame became Blue, what it is right. in Atlanta. Facts. So, yeah, shout out to Blue Flame. Definitely shout out to Blue Flame. But he went out there, went to the strip club, and Jack Harlow, which is a rapper, they wound up taking pictures together. I think Jack Harlow wound up posting it up on his Instagram, on his Snapchat, and boom. Here we here we are with Lil Will. Now, my whole thing about all of this was why it was so crazy, and I said it to you yesterday, and while we were talking to one of our best friends, that hey, everything would have been good if you just if nobody never posted anything. Like if you if you dealt with family business or family issues, all right, that's fine, that's cool. We understand. I understand. We understand. But the fact that you went to the strip club 
and then went on IG or whatever, social media, and posted it or whatever happened, it was out there. Like, that make you look real crazy right now. Okay, now, now, let me, let me poke through the story real quick. So, yes, we know he went to the strip club, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get started on why we don't believe to, that to be a bad thing, right? Uh, maybe not during this time. Maybe during this time it's a little bad. But he went to the strip club. Did he post a photo? I don't believe so. I, I don't. We believe. we believe it was to be somebody. Else. Yeah, the rapper. Right? Okay, so he doesn't. He can't, and he won't control somebody else's social media because people look at that as freedom of speech, right? Now. People are obsessing that he went to the strip club. But my yeah, my question to you and oh. others who are obsessing that he went to the strip club is this. One, what are you doing during this COVID pandemic that you shouldn't be doing? Because just about, not all, a lot of people are doing what they aren't supposed to do, right? True. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Two, think about this. Reasons why people go to strip club. It's not always about the booty. Right. Not always <laughs> about the ass, the titties. Shout out to Tampa Bay, booty. <laughs> Buccaneers, pirates, you get it? Anyway. Because <laughs> you yeah. like, you want to laugh. <laughs> so, so when it comes to why he went in the reactions of people, what I have to do is give you a list. Because lists are so great, right? I, I can tell you what, one of the reasons why I be going. Okay. I love the music. Yes. So, I pointed out to a ex-co-worker. Mm-hmm. She asked, why is it that you and your brother go to strip clubs sometimes? I was like, well, to be honest, there's a number of reasons. One a lot of real. was the music, right? Mm-hmm. See, people think that a lot of people go to the strip club because, oh, it's ads and titties everywhere, yeah. like you said, right? No. That, is, uh, yeah. that couldn't be further from the point. Another reason why you might go to strip club outside of the fire music that, depending on which one you go to, they have music that you otherwise wouldn't hear. Music is very much so a vibe, and the music just happens to be in that setting. Mm-hmm. It does something to you, right? Vibrations, mm-hmm. if you heard them, people go look them up. Anyway, another reason why you might go to the strip club, the food. Mm, okay. Depending on where you are in this country, if you go to the strip club, you have a very group of regular people that actually go. Wings are a very popular dish on there, so we just stick on wings. People go for the wings, people. Don't know why. So so let me ask you this question. And this is from the this is from the point. We we're gonna get back there in a minute. Out of all the strip clubs that you've been to, and we've been to quite a few. What what is the best strip club that you've been to where the food was just boom? I think I ate at Blue Flame. Okay. What about what about the the well that wasn't even a strip club that was just a club but they were serving out in Houston out in Houston. That wasn't a strip club. Uh, yes it was. That was a strip club. Yeah, it was. Was that the ecstasy? Ecstasy uh, <laughs> cabaret South cabaret, yeah, yeah. yeah. North. No, that was North. Okay. That was North. Okay, go ahead. Uh, was the food good? Yeah. I can't remember. What about Intrigue? Nah, you know. In Monroe? Nah, <laughs> no, yeah. I never eaten. No, I'm never eating from there. Right, I definitely, I'm never, I'm definitely never eating from Onyx in Monroe either. Like, no. Oh no, no, no. Okay, so go continue, my bad. I just no, no, that, that, that's fine. We 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 open an Onyx right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, outside of all that, so you know, women might get mad and say, "Well, why can't you just go somewhere else?" Well, the main reason why you might see a man go to a strip club 
It's because it is a place for him to get away from women. And I know what you're saying. How can you get away from women? Well, I don't have to be bothered unless I entertain them, right? Right. So if somebody comes up and asks, do you want to dance? I'm okay right now, love. I'm good. Enjoy. I'll see you later. I'll I'll be back. I'll be back. Or, uh, yeah, come back around or something like that, right? Okay. So when it all boils down to it, and I I told somebody this too, and they kind of laughed, but I was serious. A strip club can be a way for a man to gain his confidence back. Yeah, I agree. And it's not because, oh, I'm paying money for it. No. You might actually have somebody genuine in there who likes you for you. And although it may start as outside appearance, because at the end of the day, strippers are people too. They are. They're human beings. And they should be treated as such. Now, what what I want to really get to is the people who uh, are so say hypocrites are the best word I want to say. Saying that, oh, he's such a fool. He went to the strip club, blah, blah, blah. Zion didn't. Are you talking to a particular person? I'm talking to anybody. Okay. I I, I know it's people that spoke out on it, but I'm talking to anybody. So, yes, Lou Will went to the strip club during the pandemic. Let's ask all these other things for people. What have you done that is not on this Dr. Fauci's list, which is staying inside? People have went to weddings. Went to the grocery store. Went to the grocery store. Went hiking, running, exercising. Depending on if you do social distance, but yes. Yeah. People have also, mind you, within the last few months, people have been to the beach. Right? Yeah, yeah. They have been to the beach. People have Memorial Day weekend and uh, some 4th of July weekend have been at pool parties. You have done a lot of things. And for people to judge him for going to strip club, I'm like, oh, because the setting is just looked down upon. That's why yeah. it's so wrong. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe did, if what I'm trying to say is if he if he didn't say or if he lied about why he went out there, if he if he really didn't have a family mercy or whatever, and he lied about going to a family mercy when he didn't and he went to the strip club, then I can see how people take it out of context. I could, but I also see where they come from. But I mean, me personally, if you went to the strip club, fam, like, hey, it is what it is. You went. Would you have respected him more for telling the truth? I would. Just tell the truth, because everybody hate lying. I I feel like this though. Yeah. One, it's it's his business, not not towards oh, no, you, no. not towards you. Okay. But like, one, it's his business. Two, if he would have told the truth, he would have got scorned even worse. It's just the world we live in. Damn That's it. what I'm saying. Damn the world, if you do, damn if you don't. Yeah, the world you live in today is going to be extra judgmental. Like, I feel like this. The world will appreciate a lie before they appreciate somebody telling the truth. Until that truth that that person told comes true. Yeah. You're not going to appreciate it. Like, that man be like, yo, bro, like, I'm going to strip club because I'm really craving some wings. Because where is he playing at right now? In Orlando? Uh, with the Clippers? With the Clippers, I'm saying. Yeah. So he might not have been to Atlanta since this pandemic. My man, like, yo, yeah, he bro. from Atlanta. And he from Atlanta. He's like, yo, bro, like, I really want some wings. Like, Blue, Blue what is it, Magic City? Magic, Magic City. City been around since I was a kid. Like, I used to go in there, just order the wings, look around or whatever, and get out. He might have missed Atlanta. Yeah. He might really had to go deal with emergency because, you know, Georgia, Florida, not that far from each other, right? I just look at people, I'm like, y'all so judgmental, and everybody got something to say, and I'm like, what if the man was telling the truth and he just didn't want nobody in his business? True. What if? I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that, but hey, Lil Will, I hope it was good, man. <laughs> I know the wings was good. Uh, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I hope your family are all right, too. Me too, man. 
you know, rest in peace to whoever had passed away, but yeah. I wanted to make sure I explored this right here. Washington Redskins? No. With the new name? No. That's so trash. Mm-hmm. But that's because they tried to rush this whole thing, and yet they still have reports going out about We still ain't forgot about you, Washington. Scene. We still ain't forgot about you, Washington. No. Y'all, y'all nasty right now. Washington's like that ex-girlfriend yeah. that you find out has really been doing like dirt, but you find out how much dirt right. she's been doing. We know about you. Nasty. Just Washington, you're in the capital, Washington. And then yeah, I said you're in the capital, Washington. Right. And then <laughs> and then y'all follow up with that bullshit, man. Get out of here. You stained the Washington Nationals' reputation. It took them so long to win the World Series. There's been so much stuff going on in sports, like That's what the, I told you. like like the Houston Astros, and now the with this with the with the Washington. Washington, football team. Yeah, Washington football, football team. team. Right. Right. As bland as it comes. But I wanted to explore the Jets, Jamal Adams. What do you think of when you hear the reports? Because he wanted to get traded last year-ish. I'm glad. But he, he definitely wanted to get traded this year. So he finally got his wish and he went to Seattle Seahawks. Facts. I heard reports that they say that Seattle may have gave up too much. And I don't know if you look at Seattle's uh, <laughs> backfield. Since the Legion of Boom left, they ain't give up too much. If they ever want their defense to be something like it used to be, they did not give up too much. Well, let, let, well, let's talk about it. So what did so let let's see what did they give up? They gave up a. So the Jets got two first rounders, mm-hmm. I believe. Let me just double check, and then they got a older safety, right? Right. And so people were saying, oh, it was just too much. Yeah, they, they, they two first-rounders, uh, they got the safety, older safety, and then, then they get maybe a third-round pick and a fourth-round pick. Or well, that's what, pick, that's what Seattle got back, but, like, the Jets cashed out. Yeah, I think the Jets won. <laughs> like, they, they may have won it. The Jets definitely won. The Jets cashed out. Yeah, I think they may have won. And depending on how they do this year, man, look, them first two-rounders, them first two-round picks that they get, might be beneficial. Well, let's let's not forget the elephant in the room because mm-hmm. New York Jets got a lot of stuff going on with their front office. Oh man, a lot of a uh, lot of alleged racism. Race, yeah. Um, a lot of alleged like mis disorderly conduct too. Mm-hmm. And so, is Jamal Adams a prophet? <laughs> is it, he is he the girlfriend that tried to clean you up before he left? Tried to give you a chance. And wanted out, and you were the abusive person, boyfriend. We'll say in this instance mm-hmm. that didn't want to, didn't want to leave because you knew her impact. I'm gonna say, yeah, man. He he knew what was going on. He he, of course, tweeted about it plenty of times. But I mean, in this situation right now, he got the hand that was dealt with him. He went from a losing team to a, a contender went, uh, to a contender, and now the NFC West. But well, the NFC West has always been tough. Yeah, of course. But, like, the Cardinals made the improvement they needed to. I need to give me another weapon for uh, Kyler Murray. Right. The San Francisco 49ers, they keep their identity. They still going to be tough. The Rams are a question mark only because as golf goes, they go. They go, go right. And they don't have Brandon no more. So and they don't have Todd Gurley either. And they don't have Todd Gurley either. So they don't have uh, – what's Brandon last name? Cooks. Cooks. I couldn't think of it. Now have Brandon Cooks, they have Ty Gurley. So you got Cooper Cup, who mm-hmm. was injured last year, and you have Robert Woods, who is essentially your all-around receiver that does, you know, 
He'll run the ball for you on that jet sweep. Yeah. He'll catch any ball. But he doesn't score because y'all don't use him in that way. Right. And y'all got a bevy of tight ends that we found out about last year, fantasy, <laughs> that y'all don't necessarily use. And you have a question mark with Jared Goff, even though you pay him the money. But you have C- the Seattle Seahawks, which has been the staple of that, yeah. that right. division. And Russell Wilson ain't going nowhere no time soon. No. And what you basically have is like – a. The NFC being a monster powerhouse that they've been. Like, they'll beat up on each other, but they'll beat up on everybody, everybody else, is, too. Right. It's not often you see them lose very badly because of the way they have their whole team stacked up over there, if you want to be honest. Yeah, the West Coast just do it different. Yeah, they different. But Jamal Adams definitely, he, he's a he was the prophet. He's, he's a welcome addition. Yeah, so. yeah, he was the prophet, and now he's benefiting. And I'm glad he didn't get a chance to go to Dallas. <laughs> Side note. Le'Veon Bell felt a little shady. Ooh. Le'Veon. What's beef? Le, Le'Veon Bell was like, it's funny how people try to get you here and they who, leave Who right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, it's kind of well, right, though. But Le'Veon Bell, you wasn't in a position to go nowhere else. True. And le, le, while we still talking about beef, Keenan Allen had some words. Yeah, Keenan Allen tripping. I mean, if... You check out the stats, man. Uh, his stats over the past few years was a little bit better than Mike Evans. And well, the only reason why they were a little bit better is because yeah, Mike Evans always hurt too. And and Jameis and Keenan, yeah, Keenan always had a better quarterback. Yeah, because <laughs> Jameis wasn't what Mike Evans needed. But like, if let's let's use this year because now, not to say Tyrod Taylor won't be good for Keenan Allen, but Tyrod Taylor ain't Tom Brady. Who that is is Tyrod Taylor in he uh, in San Diego, L.A. L.A. I'm sorry, LA. L.A. And who else? Somebody behind is somebody they got else? they got the rookie that okay. came in, but I think Ty, I think Taylor gonna do good because they got him out of Buffalo unfairly. So I'm I'm happy he finally is in a situation where he can yeah. try to. So hopefully they treat him right and give him his just due, and then the rookie will be ready whenever. Facts, but yeah. Well, the first time I saw it, when I was looking on it, when I was looking at it over the weekend, and Ken Allen had some things say about some of the receivers that was ahead of him, I was like, well, you know what? It's time to show and prove. I mean, only thing I can say is I think him and Mike Evans are more even. Chris Godwin ain't better than him. <laughs> Not at all. Not by a long shot. Oh, yeah. Uh, the only reason why Chris Godwin was getting attention was because Mike Evans was uh, the number one option. Mm-hmm. Six, what is he, six, five, six, six? Yeah. Who? Mike Evans. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, tall yeah, mother. Like six seven. Yeah, I think he's six seven. Yeah. So you stack Mike Evans and Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, he pretty tall to himself, but Keenan Allen got some moves. Keenan Allen don't get much that much attention because of the team he was on and kind of their whole situation. Yeah. But if I'm looking at it, if if Keenan Allen do the same thing this year that he's been doing, all right, he got it. All right, right. But if but not- if, if if Mike Evans stay healthy and he has Tom Brady, I'm I'm I'm. I still think Mike Evans got Keenan Allen by the littlest of margins. Yeah. By the littlest yeah. of margins. Oh, shout out. I'm a prophet too. Pat Mahomes is a, is part owner or a piece of an owner of the Kansas City Royals. Get out of here. I told you. That's making that, moves, man. No, the contract that contract was a facade. He about to own All right. everything that got a Kansas City name on it. He ain't, he ain't even in his prime yet, so. Homie, homie has initiative set up for years to come. This is just the first one. People, y'all better pay attention to how you move quietly. Generational web, bro. Bro, like, he got that contract, and people like, you know, some people say it good, some people say it bad. When you look at it, it's not a 10-year contract. It's a 10-year extension. 
Fine, cool. It don't matter, yeah. But but you know the the dollar amount. They like, oh yeah, blah blah blah. And people like, well, you know, maybe his value goes up, and it may. Right. Patrick Mahomes is getting paid outside of football. That was in the contract. It don't even matter if he just have. What do you know the percentage? Yeah, mm-hmm. it don't well, even matter. It, it, well, it don't matter if he, if he owned two percent, then you beating you still beating out a majority of people. And the Kansas City Royals have a a diehard band. I'm gonna say band fan, fan base. base. Yeah, they have a diehard fan base. So. They gonna always do good. Him being part on it is only gonna add to the shock and all value. Like homie, agent, whoever he is, and himself and his people that he surround himself with, mm-hmm. he is doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Like people don't get it. Like it ain't about just this. You know what I'm saying? Like what we do here. It ain't just about sports. It's the stuff that's around you. Right. This what makes sports so interesting, and it makes you get away from life right. and look at it like yo. Like Pat Mom, this is the first thing we seen. Just watch. It's more to come. Oh yeah. It's, it's more to come. Tell it's it. gonna be a trend. It's Y'all be- better watch that boy. And uh on on another note, you remember the episode we were talking about Kevin Garnett wanting to try to be a minority or be the majority owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves? Yeah, he wasn't getting a majority. I, I think he's still trying to do that. And plus Aaron of uh, Aaron, Aaron Flalo yeah. was trying to get a bid for being the owner. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves too. So big, big shot, big shot to them for shout out them for trying. I don't know if you're gonna be a majority. I think you can get a piece. I don't think they're gonna let you get majority. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna let you get majority. But hey, if if you get GM or any kind of position, I think they get ownership. It's just they want majority only mean you can make the. They'll be like what 40, 49, 51 or something. Like yeah, that. something like that. So yeah. well, and, and you want the higher one, of course. Yeah, of course, yeah. So if you get that, that means you can make changes. Yeah. You, you you can veto. They ain't letting you get no majority, not yet anyway. Right. And then you a former player too, so you still had a former player mind. Oh no. Yeah. Nah. But on on some more good news while we at while we on it, and we talking about Pat Mahomes. And we talking about Kevin Garnett and Aaron Aflalo. Let's we got to applaud Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. He donated one point five billion dollars to the WNBA for the players to supplement the uh, to supplement them uh, if they chose not to play due to COVID nineteen reasons. If they opted out or, for this season, or, or, or yeah, or if they opted out for the season for COVID nineteen, or if they opted out for uh, injustice. Injustice is done. Well, anything just opted out because WNBA doesn't have the funds behind them to pay yeah. necessarily for. So yeah, I, I just yeah, I just want to give a big shout out to Kyrie Irving for doing that. He did not have to. That's money out of his own pocket. It just shows you how big of a person he is uh, at this point in time. I know everybody, a lot of people did clown him for him saying uh, some stuff with the NBA bubble going on and. Him not wanting to play or participate, and other players not wanting to participate, and him starting his own league or they starting their own league. But we gotta, we gotta give him, give him a major shout out, give him a clap. <laughs> gotta give him a clap for that for donating money for the WNBA players. Y'all notice it was only one clap, right? <laughs> I, I know. I, I'm not gonna clap for him. I will say yes. Thank you for doing it. You put your money where your mouth is. Okay. If only you did this more often and shut up. Like the like I'm not even mad about him saying the whole he wanna start his own league thing. Okay. But he only said that in spite of. Right. Like say it without malice in your heart, basically. Before George Floyd got killed. No, 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 not even that. The reason why he started the whole start his own league thing 
It's because they weren't going to allow him to come down to the bubble, so say. Why not? Because he hurt. Oh, of course, I mean. And so then he was like, oh, we got to start our own. No, yeah, don't well, be spiteful. Yeah, I don't know why you want to come down there anyway when you're yeah. to begin with. I yeah. mean, yeah, you're going to be stuck in a bubble. You ain't going to be able to do nothing. You ain't yeah. going go, to be able to go nowhere. Yeah, so. so that's what I'm saying. Like, don't, don't, okay, I'm not knocking your intent, but don't do it because you in spite of. You got malice behind this. Have you been thinking about this or you just saying this now because it sounds cool? Yeah. And then you timed it right during the time that we in. Right. The pandemic and the injustice is going on. Like I said, it's all time high. Like it's global now instead of even just national. Man, I'm still giving my man a, a round of applause for doing this. I mean, I, that's a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it, but like, yeah, his got reported, but how you know, like, because one thing we know about, and I, not, you know, trying to draw comparisons, but one thing we know about LeBron James is that he tries to do moves in silence. How we know he ain't trying to do this already? Well, who knows? I oh, mean, well, no, not not how we know he haven't. How we know that it's not already in effect. Right. You know Ooh, what I'm I mean, we don't. But, but I mean, that's what they, I'm saying. Like, he's got a report. That's cool. Yeah, like, you you get it. I'm not giving you a round of applause. I'm giving you a round of applause, Kyrie Irving. Whatever, man. Get on this last topic, bro. Get on your boy, Dicker. Man, Dicker. Mike Dicker. And I had so, a lot of words for you, homie. Bruh. Man, stop it. Stop it. He had, and I'm going to, just a recap. Just a recap. He had some words he wanted to, he had some nice choice words for the players that, that's kneeling right now. Uh, he said, if you don't like it, then get out the fucking country. And my words to you, Mike, is if you don't like players kneeling from any kind of sport, from soccer to baseball to basketball to football to rugby, whatever, if you don't like, if you don't like it, I got something for you. One, we don't care about your opinion. I, I tweeted it out. We don't care about your opinion. And two, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Simple as that. And I'm saying all this to say this. Why is it that when every when a country just starts coming together, whether it be with sports or anything, when when a country a majority of the country starts to come together is always that little percent that always comes down and is always negative. It's always why y'all have to do this or why you got to do that. And that's my whole thing. For the older generation, the older generation just need to just step aside and just let the young generation deal with what's going on right now. You know what I'm saying? I remember like I was watching... The Legend of Korra, and you remember Tall? <laughs> oh, oh, when she was old, and she could have she could have helped uh, Korra and the group, or whatever. Beat, I guess, her niece or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she said, "You know what? Hey, I'm not about to help y'all. Y'all the youngest. Y'all do it. Y'all deal with it. Y'all can do it. If we did it, y'all can do it." So, I know it's a crazy comparison, but I like I said, with the older generation, like Mike Dicker. Man, shut up. We don't we don't care what you have to say. Keep your opinions to yourself. If, if, what's the old notion? If you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. Just shut up. And respect. Respect what everybody doing. Cause apparently some apparently everybody's getting together to be positive, to try to you know, get what's going on in this country. So So in reference get, get to with it, man. In, in reference to what Dicker said, we have a Marine himself who said, Dear Mike Dicker, 
I'm a U.S. Marine who has served this nation with his life. Yet I've never felt in my place to tell anyone to get the hell out the country. Let that sink in. Right. His his tweets, right? He said, P.S. Athletes kneel to raise awareness for racial injustice. And you are exactly the reason why. Exactly. So the reason why you're going to always see these type of things in the media is because negativity spreads faster. Mm -hmm. Negativity is a better story. You still don't hear about the protests that are going on unless somebody big gets arrested, right? Mm -hmm. And then the message has always been the same since day one when Cap was kneeling. Before he was sitting, before he started kneeling, people don't even get. So you keep talking about kneeling is disrespectful. Right, this man, man was sitting, sitting on a bench on a helmet. He was sitting on a bench too. Yeah, right. he sat on a helmet and a bench. You had you had the kneeling bad. You have players. The WBA did it this weekend. They walked out when a national anthem was played in solidarity for Breonna Taylor, whose killers have still yeah. not been arrested and brought to justice. That's a fact, right? So the message has still been the same. The nation is sick of racial injustice. So what do we do? The only thing we can do, which is well within our right, which is in the Constitution, peacefully protest. You're mad talking about disrespect from a flag. It's, Marine. it's Marines, National Guard, just military in general that says, guess what? We don't feel disrespected. This is what we're fighting for, equality for all. Mike Dicker. You dick. You idiot. And that's why you ain't never have a winning record with us anyway. There were, you, you, you're the dumbest coach we ever had. You traded away a whole draft class for Ricky Williams. And then not, to knock you, not to knock you, Ricky, but you was about the worst draft pick I think I ever seen. You bombed for everything that you were worth. But back to Mike Dicker, man. We ain't Mike, no. Mike Dicker was the reason why it happened. <laughs> Stupid, man. That's why I'm saying like that. Just shut up, bro. Like we don't care what you. We don't care. Like you. But you sounding like Trump. But but it's but that's the whole thing. I want. It will never be true unity on this cause in this country because at the end of the day, it doesn't affect those who look like him. And I'm not knocking people who are out there who don't look like us, black and brown. I I appreciate you for coming to the fight. We've been on this battle line for far too long. And people might look like, well, well Gary and Carrie, you only 31. We were born in this. We've had instances where we, we were racially profiled. Still have them. Still had them. So at the end of the day, Mike Dick, uh. <laughs> you don't laugh if I I'm drove at you. At the end of the day, Mike, you're the reason why it's always divided. You're the reason why we will never get things done. You're the last you're the last line of defense and you're in the way of progress. The older generation, man, like I said, once that older generation I guess once they move past all of this or whatever, once they move forward whatever, as they get older, I think we the country or whatever, I think the whole country start getting a little bit better. Not saying that's going to completely do a whole 360 or whatever, but like I said, once that once that older generation kind of get what's going on and what the young generation is doing, like, I think everything will be a little bit better. I mean, it, it seems to be the change that people have, have been saying needs to happen with the younger generation right now. Because mm -hmm. it's not just black people, Hispanic people, or whoever that's out there, mainly black. It's not just mainly blacks fighting for their civil rights, which 
that's a whole nother topic for another day. But it's everybody out here actually standing against oppression and white supremacy. Right. Oppression and white supremacy, people like, oh, those are just words. No. It's embedded. It's airborne. It's been around and more deadlier than COVID. Right. But the thing you got to look at is simply this, which, you know, I didn't see uh, Representative John Lewis get very much love. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's because he wasn't as glorified as those who were he those who were older than him during the civil rights who had passed along passed away uh re uh martin luther king malcolm yeah. x things like that he wasn't as his legend isn't as big because he's living and everybody say oh he got beaten into an inch of his life he got beaten into an inch of his life you see how the difference is? <laughs> he got beaten to the inch of his life. So there's some people that say, oh, his his thing wasn't as big. And, and what I say to people is this, you know, the same thing we read about in $40 million slave. Right. Jordan was so neutral. He was like, I can't do anything or say anything. Or that's yeah. not my place because that's not me. Right. Because I don't know. Well, not even that. His, his The reason being is because I believe Jordan simply was saying that, hey, I can't speak out because I'm the first that ever is this big. Not Magic, not Bird, not Isaiah, not whoever. I'm the first that was this big. So if I speak out, I am setting a precedent for not only my own people, but athletes that come after me. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason why you have a LeBron, Carmelo, D-Wade, whoever, you have them speaking out on whatever the hell they feel necessary is because he set the standard. He said, well, not only am I going to be quiet and do my job, but I'm going to show you that I'm the biggest thing in sports. Yeah. Period. I hate that when I say that because I don't like that. Mm-hmm. The period. But you know what I mean. And it's like, okay, you can go out here and play. And this is, and, and I'll end it like this so we can go ahead and, and get our picks on. But this is why people got mad at Breeze. You constantly keep saying the same thing, yet the same thing is coming out the other person's mouth. Here on the, in the red corner, we have these people who are so patriotic that they don't stand up for the national anthem at home. They wear swimming trunks with the uh, with the American flag with, when they're at a pool party that's serving beer. But we're not disrespectful. Don't kneel because you're disrespecting the flag. Right. And on the blue in the blue corner, we have everybody who's been oppressed, military veterans. And anybody else, and yet you tell them who serve, them who've been oppressed, that you aren't patriotic when, in fact, you do the same thing, if not worse, that they do. You want to talk about what it was back in history? Well, books are wrong because they don't tell you everything. Like, we watched, and we knew a lot about the Black Panthers. This is my last thing. We knew a lot about about the Black Panthers, right? We watched that documentary on, on Netflix. We was like, yo, like you heard the FBI was involved in taking them down. They were deeply involved. They were deep. They were calculated. Yes. They were calculated. They They calculated everything. They were super deep. FBI taking down Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. Fred Hampton. Oh my, Fred. Oh my God. They did Fred so wrong. 21. They did Fred so wrong. So it's like, yeah, you want to talk about going to serve. People got mad at Muhammad Ali back in the day. Because he didn't want to serve. He's like, Viet Cong ain't doing nothing to me. Right. 
Y'all sitting up here, y'all y'all do worse than me, and y'all still don't in the U.S. still don't take care of anything in their backyard. Nope. Now you got an idiot in the, in the White House who don't even try, and he celebrated. And don't even show any empathy. None. It's a hundred COVID deaths, one fifty thousand right now, largest in the world. What's up, man? Get off that dick. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, what you got? What's your pick, sir? Man, my picks for today is Nate Dogg featuring Daz these days. And let's see. We have Carl Thomas. Thought you should know. You stole mine. <laughs> Carl Thomas, you stole it. You know that's my jam. All right, so I'm writing in by Carl Thomas. Same thing. No, you, I ain't you just, that one. No, you just, got your, you just got your third one off. I see what you did. <laughs> you did that on purpose. Uh, I've named this guy before Emok. Emok. Uh, Later is the name of this song. And Scissor, The Weekend. The Weekend. I I love her. You know what I'm saying? That song right there, you know, that's my jam. Oh, I get yeah. it. I get that. That's my own concert. We up there doing a duet, but she sound a lot better. Yeah, Scissor, The Weekend. What's up? I sound better. Anyway. We'd like to thank y'all again for listening. Yep, this is episode 51, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> shout out to episode. Shout out to 51, man. 51 RIP, baby. RIP, 51. You always miss. We do this for you. Not in spite of. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, go check out go check out our Twitter and Instagram at BL Sports Talk 51. Leave us a comment. On the web page, if you have some critiques or criticisms of us, let us know. Hey, man, you can critique and criticize all you want to. And we want them five stars. Yeah, give us five stars. And uh, I just found out Kevin Harlan wanted to try those Magic City wings. Uh, I saw that. Hey, what do you say that? Oh, I died. Yeah, you go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, hey, go, hey, go and try them wings, Kevin. Let us know how they taste. Because if they, if they trash, if they hot garbage, Lou Will, you deserve another fourteen day quarantine. They're not, they're not trash though. Okay, well, everybody, 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 when they go, when they go to a strip club in Atlanta, I know for sure people get food. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, that's all I'm saying. All right. Anyway, man, y'all, we appreciate it, man. Again, the Bottom Line Sports Talk on Instagram and Twitter. Remember, we do this for the culture, by the culture. We are the culture. You heard it here first, baby. Top five dead or alive. What's up? Peace. Fifty one.